Hey y'all, here we go. Number three, IG quote IGs. Um, don't get used to me counting the the episodes because like this is number three. I can count that high. I'm from Arkansas, so I can't count. Like once we get into like the eight and ten, like to thirteen range, I don't know if I can count that high. So anyhow, number three, here we are. IG quote IGs. Do what you're doing. This is gonna be a fun episode. I I may, I may preface. All of them by saying that. They're going to be fun episodes because I want them to be fun. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Easy Bake Ovens. Did you guys ever have an Easy Bake Oven growing up? Maybe not you, if you're a guy. Maybe your sister had one. My sister had one. Easy Bake Oven. You remember those, right? Uh, they make these little bitty cakes. Whatever. Easy Bake Oven. If you don't know what they are, that means you're you're uh, too young. If you do know what they are, then that means you you had, you had lived a life. You've That means you're an old person. <laughs> Not really, because I know what they are, and I'm not old. I'm only 35. Easy bake ovens. Yeah, what? Um, man, something I love to do in my free time. I love fitness. I love working out, but I also love teaching people, which led me a, a number of years ago to uh, to get a, a a certification in in personal training. I'm a CrossFit coach, also, so I, I've been. Uh, I know the CrossFit methodology, and I'm a I'm a trainer there. It's just a lot of fun. I enjoy I enjoy teaching people, and I enjoy helping people to to be healthier, to have better lives, to be to be better all around. You know, body, soul, and spirit. Um, there's a local gym that I've I've coached at a lot, and I've made some really good friends through it. Now, there's a group of, of friends from here that I've made that that have really stuck, and um, it's actually. Uh, a few cops <laughs> from from uh, from the town here, and uh, they're just good guys. Actually, two are full time cops. One of them is the city engineer, so he's like basically number two in control after the mayor. And uh, but he's a he's a part time cop, so he volunteers and 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 helps with the police force whenever they need help. But uh, it's been so fun just being with those guys on a regular basis. I mean, they're my friends, and 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 it's good to have friendships. So there's some guys I hang out with, guys I. I, uh, you know, we, we always, uh, yeah, we just have fun. We just enjoy life together. Um, one of those guys is a, is a master griller. Like he, he's got a grilling problem. He's always like, he knows what he's doing. He's good at it. And he's always, he just geeks out on grills. Like he gets new grills all the time. He's always cooking meats and sending us photos and videos of all the stuff he's cooking. He's, he can, he can cook anything and he's good. He's real good. Now, I didn't grow up grilling. My family, we, we didn't really grill. I mean, my, so my dad, I didn't have a dad growing up. He died when I was young. That may be the next episode. That's a, That got deep fast, didn't it? Huh? <laughs> yeah. So that may be the next episode. Actually, I think that'll be good. Uh, talking about my dad and, uh, and hardships, right? Suffering, pain, crosses, right? Life can suck sometimes. That'll be the, that, that may be the next podcast. So this one is, um, so uh, John, that's his name, he's, a, he's, he's just a good griller. And uh, he, he always talked about it. Anyhow, long story short, he convinced me to start grilling. So what did I do? I, I got, you know, what was all the rage now, a pellet grill. You know, Traeger's, that's a big brand. I didn't get Traeger's because they didn't have any local. Um, I got a, actually, I actually got a Pit Boss. And, um, and it's one of the best investments I've made. It's been so fun. So like a pit boss you know, or a Traeger, you know, it doesn't matter the brand. A pellet grill uses uses these little bitty compressed pieces of wood, 
and uh, and it uses an electric heating element and a fan, and and basically you just set it and forget it. You turn the knob on to the exact temperature that you want, and the the fire is controlled by the speed of the auger that feeds the pellets to it, and the amount of air that's blown over the heating element. It's really cool. It's actually a a brilliant idea. Uh, so it's basically an oven that you put on the back porch that has a fire in it. So that's a pellet grill. So I got one, and I'm grilling all the time. It's so fun. Like I've 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 really enjoyed. It. I'm cooking burgers all the time and chicken. I'm an avid hunter. I love hunting. I'm cooking deer meat on it. Last weekend, last weekend, Mama came and we cooked some steaks and we cooked a blackberry cobbler on the grill. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Have you ever have you ever had a cobbler that was that was baked on the grill. Well, would it be baked? I guess it'd be grilled on the grill. It wouldn't be baked. That was cooked on the grill. Anyhow, we cooked that on the grill. But yeah, so grilling is fun. Growing up, as I was saying, I got sidetracked there. My dad, he I didn't have a dad, so he didn't grill. Grandpa, my mom's, my mom's father, he would grill, um, but he didn't know what the hell he was doing. And he would burn burn it i mean we would have pork chops and burgers that was that was the two things he cooked he loved cooking pork chops and burgers and we loved them too we ate them but by golly they were terrible looking back he cooked the hell out of them like pieces of cardboard and the pork chops were just dry and thin and brittle but by golly we chewed on them and uh covered in barbecue sauce and ate them the bar the burgers they were like you know little charcoal pucks um <laughs> but you put them on a bun with some lettuce and tomato mayo mustard you're good to go so that was the extent of grilling and it was not on a regular basis it was always like father's day mother's day fourth of july and that's that's when grandpa always grilled and he always burnt the burnt it burnt the food but we ate it it was fun that's that was me growing up that was me my experience of grilling so john convinced me to get a grill i got a pellet grill started grilling it's so fun but the fun has really begun after so grilling in itself is fun. It's fun sharing like photos of the food I'm cooking. Uh, I've cooked pizza on the grill too. That's a fun thing to cook on the grill. But w- what has happened is that John is constantly razzing me because I use a pellet grill. And he calls it my Easy Bake Oven. He always says, hey, Stephen, what, what you cooking on your Easy Bake? <laughs> That rat. And uh, and so the other two guys in the group, they just, you know, they, they stick up for me, but they also make some jabs too. But it's all about the easy bake. And it's so fun, but but I was thinking about it. And so, like, initially I was like, man, that jerk, why is he making fun of my grill? I'm actually grilling. And uh, at least I'm trying. Um, but then I said, well, he does have a point. Because it's a different kind of grilling. It's pellet. It's pellet grilling. Yeah, it's a real grill. But it's not like a charcoal grill or a smoker. Right? So... Um, part of me initially was like, was kind of hurt. Like, Why'd he do that? Why'd he make fun of me? But then I embraced it. I jumped on it. And so what I did was started to, to every time I talked to those guys about grilling or I sent them a photo of something that I was cooking, I always said, I got the easy bake fired up or look what I did on the easy bake or, or, you know, burgers on the easy bake. But I always referred to it as the easy bake. Now, initially, they didn't know how to respond because it disarmed them. And it was really cool. It was, hey, keep it out. It's my dog barking. <laughs> I'm podcasting, man. 
they're they're learning that I'm I'm a new podcaster and they just don't know when to keep quiet. Actually, my dogs are really good. I need to talk about them someday. That'd be fun. Um, so, geez, that was a bad uh, sidetrack. Where was I? Where was I at? Um, grilling, easy bake. Oh yeah. So they're making fun of me and everything, and I embraced it, and it totally disarmed them. But I, instead of letting it go after they were disarmed, I I embraced it even more, and I kept bringing it up, and so it's now like. It's something that's created a sort of community amongst us. What started as as a bash, they were just making fun of me. And it was all good. Like, obviously, it wasn't mean. Uh, it wasn't malintended or anything. Uh, it was all fun. Uh, but it was, they were just bashing me. Has it, Initially, it, it, like, it, it was a bash, but it's, it's turned out to be a, like a point of pride in the group. And it was just really interesting how, when I embraced that, how it reversed the dynamic of it. It makes me think of the movie Eight Mile. Have you seen the movie Eight Mile? It's the story of of Eminem. Uh, Eminem is a rapper. I'm going to talk about that. I love rap. Um, and and it talks about him growing up and and rapping. And and this doesn't give the story away. It's still a good movie. Go watch it. This is two movies in a row that I've referred to in two different podcasts in a row. I don't watch a lot of movies. Seriously, I've got maybe fifteen, definitely less than twenty movies that I that I have watched and that I do watch. Uh, and I just keep watching those over and over and over. Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Eight Mile, um, Tombstone, um, <laughs> Cheech and Chong, Beverly Hills Cop. Those are the movies. Those are some good movies. You need to check those things out. Um, Dances with Wolves, um, Robin Hood, Kevin Costner. Those were some good movies in the 90s. Um, so in the movie Eight Mile, throughout the movie, they had these things called, I think they were called Rap Battles. I think they're called rap battles, where two guys get together and they basically rap against each other. So what they do is they, they're trying to find the best rapper, but part of the content of the rap is attacking the other rapper, trying to bring them down, to, 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 to disarm them, to, to render them you know, useless or helpless. And so it's always just like bash after bash after bash. Now, at the end, like this is like the championship rap battle. Eminem gets there. And this is really cool what happens is that he, so if I remember correctly in the movie, like they would flip a coin for, you know, and the winner gets to pick whether they they rap first or second. And usually you want to go second because two things. One, that lets you listen to what the other guy says. And, uh, and so then you automatically get to respond to what he says. And then, and then number two, by listening to him, it gives you ideas about things to rap about. So going second in these things kind of give you a, gave you a, a, a foot up, a step up. Now, what Eminem did at this like championship when he, rap, whenever he was against like the top rapper, um, I think the other guy won the rap, won the coin toss. And deferred it to Eminem. So he Eminem had to rap first. And what Eminem did was he rapped. He didn't rap about the other guy's imperfections and problems. Rather, what, what Eminem did was rapped about his own problems and imperfections. And it was so cool because... So the, the guy was totally confused. Eminem talked about all his own shortcomings and, and all this stuff. He did, he did rap about the other guy, but, but in a way that praised him. And so the other guy had absolutely nothing to to attack Eminem with, which then forced him to just do good rap. 
and to see what he was truly, truly capable of. Do you see? Does that make sense? Did you follow that, what I was saying? So Eminem, he revealed his weaknesses and said, hey, these are my weaknesses. But then he highlighted the other guy's strengths. So Eminem, in a way, on himself, took the straw man against himself, found his weakest spots. But then for the other guy, he took the strong man approach. Those are two different forms of argument. And then the guy against him, he said, like, he made him out to be the best rapper. And so when the other guy had the chance, it was his turn to respond, the chance to respond, he didn't have anything to say because Eminem already said it all, but in a reversed way. And so Eminem ended up winning. It was just so brilliant. So those are kind of connected. Like these guys have made fun of me for using a pellet grill and not calling it a real grill, but it's ended up disarming them and like giving me a, a step up on them. It's so it was just so fun. So they're kind of connected. I just wanted to share that. So what are some things in your life? What are some of your weaknesses that you have that that in a way you can embrace? Now, obviously, duh, I get it. We don't embrace our own brokenness, like in in a in a morbid way where we adore that we're fallen creatures. We don't worship our sins. That'd be stupid, right? But uh, the first step of getting help of any sort is recognizing that you're weak. Right, So taking ownership of those weaknesses is what gives you authority over them. Right, And by having authority over them, then you, can, then you can control them. But the only way to gain control over a weakness of yours is to take authority over it. And you take authority over it by recognizing that you got the problem. That's, that's like counseling. You just got right there, with that little bit right there, that last 45 seconds, you got... A $400 counseling session for free on a podcast. You're welcome. If you want to send me a donation, you can. I'll take any donations you want to send. That's free. That's free. That's a freebie right now, okay? Later on, this may be a a subscription-based podcast. If we get to, like, thousands of listeners. And then I'll, I'll, like, take subscriptions to raise money to, to build a playground here at the church. That's one of my dreams. Our playground, it needs a, a good facelift. And uh, it's coming. It's coming soon. If you want to help build a playground here at our church, you let me know. Email me or shoot me a message on Instagram. Uh, it's, we're going to have the best playground, the absolute greatest playground in all of Batesville. <laughs> Kids will come from all over the place to play on this playground. And adults too. It's going to be an awesome playground. The best playground ever. <laughs> so embracing your weaknesses. If you got a problem, what is it? Take ownership of it. By taking ownership of it, you have authority over it. By having authority over it, you can gain control of it. And your weaknesses no longer control you, but you can take care of them. That's that's psych, that's that's counseling 101. That's your freebie. Uh, something that's connected to this is that, you know, so it's, it's easy to listen to what other people say. It's easy to listen to what people think, their comments. It's easy to listen to society, to even listen to the lies that you tell yourself about yourself. At the end of the day, God is the only person you have to please. It's God and God alone that you have to please. Our bishop, we got a great bishop. And I, I, I talk to him on a regular basis. All sorts of stuff. Personal things, ministry things, pastoral things, spiritual things, family things. And he's always there. He's such a good father to me. He's such a good father for all of our priests. Just bragging just a little bit about, about our, our diocese and our bishop and our, our uh, vocation director. Um, whenever, let's see, 13 years ago, 
whenever he came, the average age of the priest was 65. Now the average age is 48. And we have five guys being ordained. All of them are under 35. So the average age is going to drop down a couple of years, a year and a half or so, maybe like 47 and something. That's amazing. That's amazing. The average age of the priests in our diocese is under 50 years old. We got such a young presbyter, and it's so, it's so cool. <laughs> um, anyhow, so the bishop, we just got a fantastic bishop. He's so supportive of us. And, uh, and every time I talk to him, like he's always got this, this frequent thing that he responds with whenever he's sharing his own experiences. And he says, he says, the Lord is the only person I have to please. So when it comes to making decisions and, and recognizing the realities of your life, who are you trying to please? Are you trying to please other people? Are you trying to please a societal standard? Are you trying to please you know, a, a, a group or an identity? Who is God calling you to be? Huh? Think about that. When you wake up in the morning, who's the first person you want to please? I'll be honest. I want to please myself, first of all, instead of pleasing the Lord. That's, you know, that's something to think about. Do you want to please yourself or please other people or please God? Who do you want to please? What image are you trying to live out? My buddies, they, you know, it started with me talking about this grill, pellet grill, easy bake oven. But, it, but it's led to this deep conversation. So do you see how you can take these random everyday experiences and all of a sudden they become really, become really deep? Our world, our society, our culture has forgotten how to see the mystical level of reality. Our, our, um, our society, our culture, our people, they've never learned what it means to, to go deeper in life. And it's made us stupid. It's made us boring. It's made us lazy. It's made us, it's made us lifeless. All because, you know, people hurt our feelings or we get offended or we, we, we don't want to grow or this or that. It's going to be okay. Take ownership of it. Take, take, take ownership of it and, and, and just watch what happens. It's really, really cool. So the Easy Bake Oven, God, God's the only one you got to please. So at the Easy Bake Oven, like I could have got rid of it and got a real grill to please those guys. But no, this is all right. This is going to work for me. Yeah, obviously that's different than other life situations, but it's an image. It's an image that works. Okay, so that's it. I'm I'm gonna wrap her up there. I don't wanna I wanna I don't wanna drag it along too long, but that's where we are. Where are we at now? Almost twenty minutes. That's good. Nineteen. Nineteen minutos. Diecinueve minutos. Aji quote I just do what you're doing. Hey y'all, listen. Embrace life. Life is too short, too delicate, too fragile to not embrace life. To not enjoy it, to not live it to the fullest. The only way you can live life to the fullest is if you were living life right here and now. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. There's plenty of stuff in those moments to worry for themselves. You focus on what you're doing right now. Easy bake ovens. Hey, if you got a pellet grill, man, more love to you. You're, you're grilling. <laughs> if you got buddies that make fun of you, embrace it. And they won't know what to do. At the end of the day, God is the only one you got to please. So, hey, y'all, listen, do what you're doing. Aji quote Ajis. Take it easy. God bless y'all. Bye-bye.